Yep. Welcome back. Oh. It happened. Yin Center was right. Oh, we did it. I still can't believe it. We traded all of our bad players for all of a good player. For just their good player. For their best player. For the best defenseman. The, as the NHL decided, the best defenseman. Oh, no, I, I can't I can't have the music die down no, yet. I, yeah, I know. It's yes, because it is actually a party. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. We Everybody's freaking out about it. To, to, to get Eric Carlson Woo! for 10, he's making $10 million. Woo! And then on top of that, you cleared out $3 million. And all of our bad players are gone. Except for Jeff Carter. I hate to be the bearer of that kind of bad news. I know. He just killed, killed, killed the music. Killed, killed it. Yeah, I know. But he may not play a whole lot. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, that's that's not even. We were excited about that one because oh that was my like God, that was like because yeah. I mean I remember saying at one point Connor Hellebuck was like our most realistic target, and then Kyle Dubas goes and does Kyle Dubas said GM no we're gonna go for mode. we're gonna go for we're gonna go for the best defenseman in the league. The red was like. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. Good luck getting that contract. Is, either way, from from where I was, literally like at like the Penguin game against the Oilers and other teams is like multiple other games. I'm just like, what is Ron Hextall doing? Exactly. And now it's it's that makes involved. everybody. I think this move alone makes everybody wonder what in the fuck was Ron Hextall really doing this entire time, giving his buddies a contract and but like he. They didn't know. I mean, I guess Brock McGinn was Jim or Jim Rutherford. I almost said James, but I guess that was him. Jan Ruda, I don't think he really knew. Yeah, Jeff Carter, but like, and he didn't know Mikhail Granlin, and he brought his terrible playing self in. Woo! Eric Carlson. <laughs> Your, your power play, so Jake, for those that don't know, Jake Gensel will miss the first, they're estimating the first five games of the season with ankle surgery. I just want to continue to break down Eric Carlson, though, because well, like, for those was, of us like, from getting, 2017, like, do you remember like how, he, how against the Ottawa Senators? He was. he was their best player, hands down. And like I know it's kind of like going back into the past and everyone's like recycling the old players, but this, this, this is the yeah. guy. This is the guy that you would want to take yeah. a shot on versus any of them. And and I keep seeing that like people are like, oh, you know, Kyle Dubas has a new core four like he did in Toronto, and I'm like, yeah, but here's the thing: this this core four has proven that they can win. Eric Carlson's been to two Stanley Cup Finals. No, only Eastern one. Conference Final. Or I'm sorry, one one Eastern Conference Final and one Stanley Cup Final with San Jose, right? Oh, because that would have been when he was. Oh with, yeah, he was. So done, that was no. Also, anyways, he, he went. He, uh, he, he was in he, conference finals. He did uh, Western Conference Finals with San Jose. Right. So he's been to two conference finals, which, to me, that says something. I get it. You you haven't won a Stanley Cup. I don't know if we're cup contenders still, but I mean we're. 
I'd like it to be at least more interesting. Exactly. It's going to be so more interesting that way. For, for the last, what, 40, 35, 40 years, this, this team has been based on having player, electric players. Mario, uh, Yarmir Yager, Ron Francis. Paul Coffey. Paul Coffey. I mean, we could keep Tom going. Barrasso. Tom Barrasso. Yeah, well, I... I was Kovalev yeah, Kovalev. was his own unique yeah. uh, specimen. Kevin Stevens. Uh, I mean, Rick Toggett in his own right. Like, Ulf Samuelson. Yeah. Uh, so when you then think Sidney about Crosby, it. Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, uh, Chris yeah, Letang. Yeah, Chris Letang, Marc-Andre Fleury, since we threw in Tom Barrasso. We might yeah. as well throw in Flower. Uh, I mean. Uh, uh, even, like, you got some other, like, Ruslan Fedotenko won a couple of cups. Like, some solid guys yeah. have been through here. Bill Guerin. That's what I mean. Yeah, so, like, we, but the Penguins have always prided themselves on being a fast-skilled team. They have never been, well, when they were successful. Good they have never yes, winning team. When they've been in the playoffs or made deep runs in the playoffs, they've never been the, the Vegases of the game. They've never been the St. Louis Blues when they won the Cup. They, they've been the, the, you know, the back-to-back Stanley Cup in 2016-2017. They've been that Colorado team they that out-skate, just won it. They outskate you or exactly. outskill you, which is why I really want to see them play Colorado. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and, and this team now... I think Colorado so, would kill us, but it would be fun to watch. be like seven to but, five games. Uh, I mean... Oh, it'd be great. So when you look <laughs> at Colorado, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. They had a really good bottom six when they won the Cup, and they had... They had Kale McCarr, Devontae's, Sam Girard. I mean, to me, when you look at it now, our guys are clearly, I would say our defensemen are better. Chris Letang, Ryan Graves. Sure, Ryan Graves may not be as offensive as Devontae's, but I think he's he's going to be this this team's Brian Doolin in the 2016-2017 in the stretch especially. Where Brian Dumlin actually could play this kind of a game, move. He had some speed back in the day. He could move the puck, and that's what this team's doing now. They're getting young speed, not maybe not necessarily young in Eric Carlson. I get it, he's 33. But in this trade, the team did get younger. Not Maybe not significantly, but everybody's like, oh, they're old, they're old, they're going to the retirement home. Well, they, they got younger. By getting the best defenseman in the league. And I think, too, like, people are underestimating, like, what they kind of, like, like, like they say, like, maybe, like, some people say, and, like, they got, they're going to get stuffed in a locker. Like, I mean, like, Noah Chari is not exactly, like, a soft guy. Yeah, like, I heard. I know they're not, like, big monsters so, or anything, but, like, I've watched them play Vegas in person. And Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know some of the guys on, December. like, Spit and Chicklets. Well, not some, but the one guy on Spit and Chicklets, Grinnell, he was saying that, like, the, the, the Penguins don't have any dogs, and exactly what you said. I mean, Noel Chari, and f- forget Sidney Crosby. Everybody knows that he has the dog in him. But like you, I'm hating that you're saying this right now. <laughs> I <dog>. know, <laughs> but it's but it's true. No, because like, you know Noel what? Chari think... has it. Matt Nieto has it. I mean, let's face it. I don't know if he has it yet. We're gonna see. I I think he does. He has anyway. He's got that. So here's here's. A way I would describe Matt Nieto, he's he's more of a maybe not a, a dog, but he he's a water bug. He's just relentless. 
He's not going to stop on the forecheck. He's going to pressure the puck constantly. And he's not afraid to put a body on people. And quite frankly, other than, like, Josh Archibald, we didn't have that in our bottom six last year. We'll have Nolachari, and, and I think that these guys will find the right pairings to be able to produce. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to produce, you know, stellar bottom six numbers, but they're going to – I think they are going to be an improvement over last year's bottom six, and quite frankly, any of the bottom six that we've seen in recent years that the Penguins have So who had. cares about the bottom six at this point? I, right. I care so, about the power play. And, and – well, here's another thing before we get into the power play. We're still at even strength. The best defenseman, in my opinion, that Gino has played with in his tenure has been maybe like, like Gonchar and Justin Schultz. Now you're going to give him either one of Eric Carlson or Chris Letang. I mean, he's always I been mean, playing with Chris Letang, but like. Well, I mean, five on five, though. Like, I mean, he, he hasn't like sustained any minutes with. You know what I mean? Sure, they get like they get the odd shifts together and whatnot. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, like, it's, I, I think so. It's gonna be interesting. So, I mean, that's kind of what we're uh, going to do here. So, like, I mean, it's going to be because I mean, you're going to have to, you're going to be have the you know, the ability to come playoff time if you absolutely need to. Your bottom six of D, you can still run those two guys. Just run those two guys. And, because those guys can play 30 six. minutes a night. Exactly. And who cares? Yeah. So when when <laughs> like you when you're cares? thinking when you're thinking about the the defense, your your bottom pairing is gonna play at most. I would say I I don't see them playing 15 minutes a night, just because like I said, you have like you said, you have Eric Carlson and Chris Letang. Both of them played. I think. Latang played twenty four and a half minutes, and and Carlson played twenty five, something like that. So you're you're, I mean, you're getting almost the entirety of the game right there. Do you want to ride those two that hard? Maybe not. Do you want to rely on Chad Ruedel on the right side a little bit more than than ten, twelve minutes a night? I don't think so. When you have guys like Carlson and Latang, who sure maybe you know Carlson doesn't defend very well, but as Mike Sullivan said the other day, if 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 you have the puck on your stick, you don't you're not. That's the best kind of defense there is, and that's what those two do. So it'll be interesting to see. And then, like you were saying on the power play, I mean, this power play is going to be electric. We hope, yeah, yeah. We hope because we've, 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 we've put it together, and we've thought that like uh, that you'd be able to like have a pretty, pretty solid power play with like a lot of the different pieces that we've had over the years. But there's been times and times again where it's floundered, and uh, it's been a little, you know a little disappointing, uh, to say the least, to kind of see the you know middle of the pack results that they feel right. That they yeah, I think we were whatever we fourteenth this year on the power play. They're gonna have to. They're going to have to adjust to his play, and I hope that they're ready to do that. And I think that that is something after missing the playoffs and then doing this. This is this is the only move, really, yeah, that you this, could make to, like, really shake it, up the core without literally trading away players. 
Is everybody safe? This is the only move to make besides just blowing everything up. I, I mean, but let's you can't face blow it. everything up when you just signed all the guys, right? So this is so. This so this is, is the, the only. Yeah, you want so, the so, best move that can be possibly made. Congratulations, Kyle, Kyle Dubis. Dubis. He, he brought you the best move. You, you can't ask for more in this situation. Like we said, hey, we'll we'll give you all of our bad so, players for your best player. Mm-hmm. So because like we're gonna be able to put that guy who can man the point. If you watch Carlson play in San Jose, he mm-hmm. just mans the point and. He manages to keep that puck in, like the way that he keeps that puck in on the blue line, the possession, the distribution, the way he's setting up, and the way he controls the play, ultimately. Right. How he really quarterbacks a power play. He is fully in charge. And then you have those other guys at the dispersal there. Boom, boom, boom. And then they can. I'm thinking you have Geno back in his one time spot. Because Gino's one-timer, now granted, yes, it's not Ovi's one-timer or Mayonnaise. From what we've seen, too, from the Penguins, it, that seems like Chris Letang, is, it's a role that he was willing to give up like whenever they like, decided to make this We're move. We're going for this move, yeah. I do think we're going to see two defensemen. I, I do think they're both going to be out there. But, I mean, think about a power play with, on, on paper, a power play with... Jake Gensel, Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Eric Carlson, and Chris Letang. Who's stopping that? Uh, I Themselves. Mean, more, exactly. I was going to say, more often than not, that power play is going to score. I mean, that's... I, I think the only... Again, on paper, the only power play that might rival this power play... Or that that will I would say probably well so say the Edmonton is your golden uh, exactly. standard as far as power plays go, like, and, and that's what I was gonna say, like because I literally wanted to hopefully one hundred and twenty dollars just to go watch Edmonton's power play in person. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. Yeah, it was it was worth all one hundred and twenty dollars and more. Like I did, I did not care. <laughs> it was it was worth the show. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we, I can we'll, imagine. We'll recommend, and um, this will be a good power play to go see. Yeah, be interesting one way or another. And, and like we so, said, and, and I think if you have it, well, and, and we, and you're not going to have Gensel at the start of the right. year, so but it'll Ricard only be Raquel, like six games, is what I'm hearing. That's what he says now, but we never know. Right, we never know because we also heard he's going to be reevaluated in 12 weeks, which yeah. is more than six games. Right. Yeah. So um, we'll see about that. But Ricard McHale's a very capable player. Exactly. As well. Yeah, he scored yeah. at least almost so, 30 last year or just under 30. I think he might have been there on 25, yeah. 27, somewhere in there. But still, I mean, again, just adding Eric Carlson gives this power play on paper a different dynamic. Not that Chris Letang doesn't know or didn't know how to run a power play. But like you said, it's just the way that he can control it and skate with the puck so and, the way and that find the open plays. Yeah, and so the way that they like uh, ran the power play too with Latang kind of at the point position, mm-hmm. it was distributing. It kind of more or less went through Malkin on that uh, whatever side he wanted to be on at that right. moment, really, because yeah. he kind of just floated between the two sides, and then everybody yeah, it was else pretty easy down to read because yeah. you knew it was coming. Yeah, you could break it down like that. Theoretically, now it should be a lot harder 
to read. I mean, because who do you go? Because, like I said, you. In my opinion, you'll have Carlson up top if they're doing an umbrella, which I would imagine they will. Uh, They'll have Carlson up top, uh, Gino on the left, um, Latang on the right, and then I guess. Sid and Raquel playing down low somewhere. Yeah, I, it's just. But you I know mean, what I like about this though? Those guys can all interchange, interchange pretty well positions, and I think if that's, they're all pretty good at deflections. That, they're all pretty good at playing. I mean, Raquel and Sid, I think, are obviously a little bit better in front of the net than Gino. Yeah. But push comes to shove, you put Gino in front. I mean, there's a lot of different ideas that you can do. And here's the thing. Eric Carlson isn't strictly going to go, okay, well, I'm the point man. I'm just going to stay up top. He's going to create. He's going to skate through the zone with the puck and wait for these little lanes to open up. And he's going to make those zone entries just exponentially easier. The zone and that's where we struggled last year was getting into the zone, getting our getting out of our zone and getting it into our offensive zone, which is not where you want to struggle in the game of hockey. You want to have a good transition game. Yeah, you you absolutely need so, it. And like a defenseman like that, he literally brings that transition game. Like, a, uh, yeah, I mean that that's it. A body that's worse, pretty fashion. much his game. And, and again, yeah, he's offensive. But when when it comes to playing defense, he he is good at getting the puck away from the person that has it and keeping it on his stick. Can't ask for much more if you ask me. No, absolutely not. And like, and it's just really gonna. And as long as like these guys, like like Malkin and them, just uh, Sid Malkin and Sid, just like actually like stick to like. I don't know. They gotta be open minded. I think that's the biggest thing. Right. I think they gotta be open minded, and because I, I think there's going to be different points at this season where this power play is gonna change looks it's completely. Absolutely, yeah, and and it'll be necessary. And it's I gonna mean, take a bit to click. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's gonna work right out of training camp here in the next couple of months. I mean, it, it, it do, usually doesn't work <laughs> like that. But maybe. How we, amazing would it be if it just like in the first few like weeks it's just like oh yeah no back of the net back of the net back yep, okay four for five on the power play tonight how long until yinzer start to like get like angry if like the power play is like two weeks two weeks you think <laughs> <laughs> i'd say that. i was thinking three games <laughs> three games no That's power probably play actually goal. how long the first two weeks will be there'll probably be three games in the first two weeks of the season <laughs> That's um, like there's just so many different ways because like like you said, he just creates so many different ways coming into the zone, and 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 it's never the same way. So like, when when you look at the Penguins' power play this year, when they came or were coming into the zone, they had the puck in the neutral zone or their zone, they would come out, they would get across the red line, and then they would dump it back to the guys getting up behind. That's so easy to play against. I mean, I, I've literally played that, like, played against that style, and it's so easy to shut down. And and and, and Eric Carlson is going to change that. He, Chris Letang, you saw it in in spurts last year and and throughout his career, where he can rush the puck up the ice as a one man 
wrecking crew, so to speak. But that's 70% of Eric Carlson's game. I mean, you, you again, you, you just couldn't ask for something better for the Penguins. No, it's got me Coming ecstatic. into this offseason, it, yeah. It's got me ecstatic. I, uh, oh, man, like, it's it's still just, the, the possibilities are mind-numbing, and uh, I'm sure it's going to be something we're going to well, continue yeah, like, to hear I mean, about. Think about it now. Because now. Did you see on the Penguins' social media page, Joe, that there's actually a picture of Eric Carlson? Yeah. In, looking in, at Eric Carlson. Like, yeah. In a, in a Penguins like, jersey in, already. Yeah, in, like, the. Uh, I think at the practice center in Cranberry. They had the frame already readied up. Yeah, and that was insane. Like, he was like, wow. He was like, I remember whenever they used to just do this, and it was like, you know, your face on somebody else's body pretty much. Like, now he's like, that literally looks like me. He's like, you can, like, that, you, you wouldn't know that that was not, like, my body essentially. Like, yeah, it's not me in a, you wouldn't have known that I didn't play or do anything in a Penguins jersey at this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, so that, uh, oh, man, I'm, I just can't wait. It's going to be, I know we still got a ways to go. We still got a good ways to go to hockey season. And, and, and obviously we are not under the cap. We're still slightly over. So some moves are going to have to be made, and, I mean, you can send some people down. I think we're we're at twenty two people right now on the active roster. Yeah, and you're still gonna have training camp and people battling yeah, for exactly. spots. And so, I mean, things will happen. And one thing I've heard, and and after the the Carlson trade, I heard, don't be surprised if the Penguins look into going after Thomas Tatar. Hmm. Could be helpful. I think I mean he's he's kind of like a, a Brian Rust, where he can just play up and down your lineup. And I think last year I think he had twenty three goals or something like that in New Jersey. Yeah, he's so I mean like a twenty twenty five ish goal player typically. And you know what to have to have that on like a third line. I mean, now now you're pretty much guaranteeing yourself out of Jeff Carter being in your lineup. Well, yeah, and that's something that the. Uh, yeah, I, I know this that'll training, make a lot of Penguins fans happy. This training camp is going to be interesting because, yeah. like, uh, well, like I, I think we mentioned it last week too. Like the, uh, I think we have like sixteen or seventeen forwards now, like yeah. that are technically yeah. NHL caliber players. Yeah, because like, I mean, uh, don't forget, you still have like Sam Poulin down in the minors who could see time this year. I don't know I if mean, he will in this team. I I, I, I don't Andreas know. Janssen's Andreas Janssen's already one that Janssen, me. And then you still have Alex Nylander, who I think might, especially with Gensel being out for a little bit, He's I think he's going to make the opening night roster. We shall see. I mean, if yeah, it's a tar, it's, it might not be necessary. Yeah, exactly. We'll yeah, it's wait and see. Yeah, because like, and maybe we still need another defenseman too because uh, – yeah, again, I don't know how comfortable after last year. I don't know how comfortable I am watching Chad Ruido play a whole season. I feel like almost like a million dollars or so would be better spent like on another defenseman. Yeah. Like, surely there's got to be somebody still out. Speaking of a million dollars, somebody else that we got in the, the uh, Carlson trade that I'm kind of excited to watch play would be Rem Pitlick. 
Yeah, that's uh, he's. I mean, he's he's had some. Did you do some analysis on Rem Pitlick? Yeah, like the quote unquote advanced stats, and I mean, Ooh. he he looks like he he has some offensive upside that hasn't been tapped into, and I think he's only twenty six. Now, granted, he's been on a bad Montreal team for a couple of years, and can't remember where he came for before or came from before that but I, I i genuinely think that he will be a good plug-in in the bottom six and somebody that when we have injuries to a, a top six could step in for a couple of games now i'm not saying you know if jake gensel's out for the first 30 games i don't think you're going to see rem pit like Playing there the entire time, but is that for me? I'm 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 looking at UFA defenseman oh, right now, and yeah, I came I across know. Nathan Bolio, and I'm oh, going yeah, to stop now. I'm going to stop now. Okay, so maybe it is Chad Ruedel. Yeah, again, <laughs> I think unfortunately, probably I, I shouldn't say unfortunately. Chad Ruedel. Is we'll he's a, a solid defenseman? And he can always be addressed later because I feel like if Kyle Dubas has done anything, like exactly. especially if we saw Kyle Toronto Dubas, last year, yeah. him just addressing team needs real quick, uh, it doesn't really look like a concern. Well, he's not afraid to do it in season either. Yeah, and, so, and, and, he, and he got Toronto out of the first round last year, which yeah. is like a miracle by yeah, their standards. The first time in like thirty-five years, Toronto fans <laughs> trying to clown on us, like. Uh, who cares about what they think? Yeah, they haven't right. won anything since 67. I was say, yeah. Just like Flyers fans trying to clown on us. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> oh, good luck. Yeah, thanks for who Did you guys, I think they sent Ron Hextall here to implode us. But why'd we hire him? Brainwashing. Just got, just got everything. It was the aliens that came down. They brainwashed us. And then they they, were, they said hire Hextall and they did it, and then the aliens went back up, and then Ron Hextall is now Pittsburgh Penguins GM. I forgot to put the. the, the I think, no, I think you need a tinfoil hat for that one. I don't think that's really pit vipery. They are not really pit vipery, but still, it worked really well for four dollars, especially. Yeah, this just feels like a pit vipery though. Like this, like feels like just the whole yes. thing. We should have just wore the pit vipers in here, but like it's reality. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, I, it we still what, doesn't feel. Three episodes ago, we were saying Eric Carlson fever dreams, and yeah, I thought I, literally I said that these are fever dreams, and I was like, it's just like probably one crazy. I rumor. think if we go back, you said it was ridiculous, and I said it was probably more of a reality than we thought. Well, I, I'll have to go back and listen, but. Right, yeah, I was gonna say it'll be interesting. I did post it back on there. That's episode three, I, I believe, say, I believe, was the fever three. dreams. Yeah, that's uh, oh man, yeah, that's that'll be interesting. We can go back and already laugh at ourselves now. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, Finally so go we're gonna be a, it'll be interesting here, especially if we ended up like being terrible. But whatever, our picks top ten protected again. Yeah, and and that's kind of a night. I mean, it would suck to get the eleventh pick. And then not yeah. have it. Cares if this, you get the eleventh pick. This draft is looking pretty deep. Yeah, I know it's obviously really early, but I so think this year, or I think this coming year, analysis. I think this coming year's draft might overall be better. Yeah. 
then I'm not saying, you know, the number one pick is going to be better from this year or from this coming year than Connor Bedard. But I feel like I feel like I hear that every year for all yeah, the draft yeah, classes. Right. For all the sports. And then you got guys like Zion Williamson who are, are actually He's like three hundred and sixty pounds yeah. now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't know. This Alexi Lafreniere was gonna be a big thing yeah, at one point exactly, and he's not. Yeah. And I think that just might be the Rangers though. I just right, think that's well, where could young be because Capo Caco hasn't yeah, that's popped he, off like everybody thought he would either. And he's this, he got drafted the same year as Jack Hughes, right? Or no? Yeah. I think that was a debate. Like line yeah, because it was line A in his was, draft year too. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. So who cares about them? They're not on our team. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, we got shirts now. We do. Yeah. If you uh, if you're not watching shirts. on online or seeing us, but yeah, the Yin Center T-shirts. Uh, check out how you can get them on our socials or. Wherever, or yeah, we'll, we'll post them. If you know us, you can hit us up directly. So yeah, just care. text us. Yeah. And this is where. If not, can. yeah, find us on on social media at Yin Center on Twitter. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll get around. on Instagram. We'll get around to it at some yeah, point. Exactly. But yeah, we got T-shirts. So like, does this make us like an actual podcast now? Like, I mean, maybe when people like actually that like people we don't know start buying them, maybe. Yeah. Once uh, I start getting once. Well, I, I saw. I, it looked like we had like a couple listeners outside the country. So yeah, yeah. I think when, like I was looking. At, I saw a couple in Belgium. I saw. I don't know if I. I don't know if we can reveal Jesus. that information. Yeah. Well, why not? There's probably like lots of FCC codes and stuff. Who cares about that stuff? It's really? fine. I didn't say where. <laughs> it's all guesses anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out Belgium listeners. We, we see you. Shout out anybody listening. If, if you, uh, <laughs> if you want to get a shirt, Belgium <laughs> listeners, we'll, hook we'll you. find a way. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, so any, anything else on Eric Carlson? Uh, I, I mean, I kind of just, I'm just kind of ready to see like some hockey at this. Yeah. Point. Yeah. I mean, I get it. We're still like a little over a month away. I think we're probably, well, let's see when we acquired him, it was 65 days. Ironically enough, until the regular season started for the Penguins. Yeah. So we're, what, five days? So we're just like 60 days away. So, yeah, like two months away. Right? 60 days away. About well, yeah, something like I was going to say, yeah, because it's starting. Yeah, so right right, right around there. Should we go to the op- opener? <laughs> With our shirts on? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we could. I was pushing the trail the other day with this on, and some kid thought like I was like wearing like a fake taxi shirt, just like that shit. It kind of does look like fake taxi, doesn't it? Yeah, he. he I guess he thought he must have thought that like I was like pr- trying to promote like me being a taxi or something like that. I don't know, because <laughs> he was like, "Oh, I thought that was like a fake taxi shirt." He kind of like had like a little oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, uh, no, it's for a podcast I do. <laughs> Fake taxi. Yeah, I was like, oh, uh, shit. I, no, yeah. I mean, maybe a little bit, yeah. That's a car sticker. Well, either way, then if it then if it is, because this is a car sticker. 
Yeah. Other the rest of it's just porn. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you probably probably should not Google fake taxi. That's probably. I, I mean, you can. You can Google whatever you want. That's probably. <laughs> Algorithm already doesn't know what to do with me anyway. So. Yeah. Right. Honestly. <laughs> but hey, if anything, I think uh, it gets some. Uh, Kind of checking it out there. Yeah, like it's like, I think so. Is yeah, that yeah. Big taxi? Or is that like something else? Oh no, what's that? I'll, I'll look that up. Let me look that up. Because there's not. I don't think there's anything out there other than this called Yin Center. Nothing that I've seen. Yeah, the only thing. So I think you, as soon as you Google Yin Center, this should with come one up. word, one word, one word. Yeah, center. yeah. Google will try and take it and suggest you look up two words, but tell Google no. I want one word. Google try to tell you you want Sports Center saying yins. No. Do you want to go to Dave and Buster's? What? That's what it basically kind of says. It takes you to like fun centers around Pittsburgh. Mm. Yins centers. Okay. Yeah. I got you. There's there's a fun fact again. Now you know. Have you tried to the Google it yet? <laughs> I don't. Th- think I have. No. You haven't tried to Google your own show yet. Well, I haven't tried to Google it. I've searched it on YouTube and Spotify, and and I downloaded iHeart to make sure it was on iHeart. Yeah, iHeartRadio. Yeah, I guess I we are there. Else, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't have Apple Podcasts. Google. Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. It's Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. I like how we're just sitting here naming all the podcasts. All the, all the podcast on. stations that we're on. <laughs> but no, I mean, so, I mean, back to the whole Eric Carlson thing. Like I said, yes. I just think, I think he, I think he will be significant to Gino's game. I wouldn't be surprised. Let me, you know how, about how many points Gino put up last year? I want to say in the 60-ish range. Let's see. I feel like it was like 30 and 30-ish. 83. So he was a point per game last year. And quite honestly, I I mean, so Sid was at 91 or something like that, 93, 95, something like that. He was in the 90s. 90s and 80s. Right. And and they're they're mid to late. Well, no, we'll call it mid thirties. Yeah. I mean, and then you you give Gino and Sid somebody else that can, quite frankly, that Eric plays Carlson the game plays like the game defensively like no other defenseman does today. Like a Eric Carlson is unlike any defenseman we've seen in the last. 30 years, I would say. Yeah. So, I mean, I know we've done 35 minutes now of positive Eric Carlson talk. So, um, it's time. Is, is there, is there, what happens? You, you might want to turn up the sound. What there happens? Oh. If it all goes wrong. Because, <laughs> I mean, it, it could. I guess, both, I guess both of those are kind of fitting, actually, when you think about it. It's a joke. How bad of a joke is it if it goes wrong? Yeah. How sick of a joke? You know. But here's the thing. Because, I mean, Eric, let's, let's look at the downside. He's, he's, he's under contract for four more years, right? 
Crosby and Malkin both have two years left on their deal, I do believe. Malkin has more years. Okay, so Sid. maybe Gino has three, Sid so, has two. Whatever. Yeah, Sid definitely has two. We're left. still not looking at the worst-case scenario because Eric Carlson, like, I mean, he is a prolific offensive defenseman. You have two players taking chances like Latang. They're right. continuing to get older. They get hurt. They're slower. And, you know, then all of a sudden our defense is yeah, virtually I mean, non-existent again. You got one guy trying to – well, you got, I mean, you do have Ty Smith. Yeah, and we interesting to see how he comes back this year. After, because so, he he missed most of the end of last season, and Wilkes Bear was like he took a puck to the face. I think. I think he'll be all right. For I think that. he'll be. Okay. I think he'll be okay. I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a, a a battle at camp for that number six spot. Because I think POJ is kind of now solidified himself as a number or a top six defenseman. Has he? I don't know. I was un, I was unimpressed. Going into at the, going into the end of last season, but I was also unimpressed with a lot of things yeah. going into the end of last season. I mean, I, I, I mean, because I mean, I'm just saying that there's a chance it could all go badly. Like, I mean, and we yeah. all do end up in that. Well, and here's the thing: no man land territory. Like, is so is a top ten protected to pick? Like, actually, something that might be might a valid be concern for us that yeah. we might end up getting a top ten pick. I mean, it is could. That on so the here's, table? here's. I mean, we want to talk about worst worst case scenarios, right? I mean, worst case scenario, Latang and Carlson both have a pretty injury prone past. We'll call it. And they're they're both, however, not getting any younger. Yeah. So. Well, let's let's take injury out of it because I mean, injuries are they're. Oh yeah, yeah. The injury are part of the game, but I mean, but so. Take injuries out. You don't think Worst that the run case, and gun play style of both defensemen might lead to you know some potential chaos, like uh, like everything kind of being like uh, and Tristan Jari not so, exactly being the strongest goalie, right? Um, that you know, I think that's more of a concern than the defensive aspect because Mike Sullivan's already come out and say like, listen. Eric and Chris are both elite offensively, and we don't want to take that away from them. But we don't want to not have structure as a team. So that right there tells me he's going to hold these guys accountable defensively and then let allow them to do what they want offensively. But it's, it's a give and take. You, you, you're not, to me... You can't do what you do in the offensive zone if you can't at least soundly take care of your own defensive zone. And I, I, just, I mean, and you do have some good teams. You do have some good teams coming up too. You got, uh, I mean, New Jersey's getting they're they're on they're a young team New on Jersey, the rise. New, listen, the Rangers are still good team. I mean, yeah, they kind of imploded at the end of last year with all the acquisitions they got, but they still have probably one of the. I would, I would maybe argue, one of the top three best goalies in the world right now. I mean, between uh, Shesterkin, Vasilevsky, and maybe Sorokin too. 
because, I mean, let's face it, the Islanders are pretty shit, but he's kept them in the last number of years. So, I mean, and, and they they didn't get better, I think, the Islanders. So we're, that will help us. But again, I mean, like you said, there's a lot of good teams in Carolina's a division, the division winner from last year. New Jersey's been better, and they're going they're on the rise. There's and still some question marks in net and whatnot. I think uh, the Rangers are. I actually, you know what? I I'm also a Ranger hater. I think I might be the biggest Ranger hater out there because like, fuck them. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I just mean, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> and, but here's the and, thing, uh, like, another, so. And I just, uh, they're just pompous, and um, I like I like it whenever we kick New York's ass. Yeah. Another and, team uh, that I think And I think, be, I think we're better than them at this point. I, I think, we're, I'd say we're a better team than the Rangers today. Um, y- but, yes, but again, I, I, coming down to goaltending, I would give it to them. And we'll see. We'll see, because I mean, we got the offense. I mean, I get it. Tristan Jari is a two-time All-Star, but the last number of years he's played has not, or the last couple of years he's played has not been anything impressive. And I don't think Washington's any better. Washington, no. They might. I don't think Philly's. They'll pick up a couple more wins. Philly's worse. Yeah, I think Philly's tanking for try to get this number one pick. And. Columbus will be better. Columbus will be better. Because Yet they again, can't be much worse. They, they got two, Fantilli. Two, two they're words, young. Two words for Columbus. Mike Babcock. I just, I don't know. I feel like. Yeah, do that again. Mike Babcock. You're not going to hit the, uh, I thought you were going to hit the car crash button. No. <laughs> I just wanted the camera on you when you said it. Oh. Uh-huh. Anyways. Yeah. Now, um. So I mean, they'll be better than last year, and and I know that <laughs> because they, you can't get much worse than fifty nine points accumulated right. in the season. Yeah, because that was um, the second lowest in the NHL last year, uh, which was 58. so. It, it it still goes one through. So like if because I'm I'm thinking Buffalo might be a playoff team this year. They might make the wild card. Yeah. Spot. Yeah, so if you open it up into the other division, yeah, right? With Bergeron gone. Bergeron Boston's gone. gonna be Boston's gonna be worse. They're, they're, they're going to let here, down people well, after a great season last year. That no doubt. They're already down. Bergeron. Does Krejci leave again? Probably. I think he's already think unsigned. He's, yeah, he's already like unsigned. I'm pretty sure he was only on a one year deal. Yep. Um, so he's unsigned. So there goes your top two centers. I'm, and I mean, all of the top centermen in the free agent market are already gone. Oh yeah, free agents are all scooped. That's up what I mean. Point. So, except like Patrick Kane. Yeah, but he's not going to be back till November, December because of his hip surgery. Yep. So let me lay out the Atlantic from last year too: Boston, yeah. Toronto, Tampa, Florida, Buffalo, Ottawa, Detroit, Montreal. Um, yeah, Buffalo is probably a lot of people's team yeah. to make the playoffs from last year for sure. Break into that mix, while Boston's probably a lot of people's teams to drop, drop out. out. Yeah, honestly, like, because where yes. do you put like where do you stack up the Penguins with like 
Florida, who just sneaked in ahead of them last year because they couldn't beat. Well, they deserved to. I not think beat Florida Columbus got or Chicago. Florida was a Florida was a hard team to play against, but I think Bob actually had the best playoffs he's had in, in a long time for them, not just for them, but. Yeah, he played lights out he, in that Toronto yeah, series. Yeah, he, he stole a couple of series for them. So I I would think and and I don't think I don't think they really got any better either, did they? Florida, man, they seemed about the same. I thought the the biggest acquisition I remember seeing, I think they lost Duclair, then they uh, they signed like Oliver Ekman Larson. Yeah, and I don't think OEL's going to be th- what they need. Yeah, he's not going to be any type of yeah. game changer or anything. Right. They, they, he's just going to be another solid guy that they can rely on to eat some minutes. Um, yeah, because I like Buffalo. Because, I mean, Toronto's probably still going to make it, too, like, in there. Yeah, Toronto, I think, is in. I mean, like you said, Boston, I don't, I don't know about. Florida... I think Florida probably Florida Tampa probably find ways back in Tampa. I mean, you can't count Tampa out. I mean, yeah, they kind of earned that respect at this point. It's like the Penguins until until they don't make it, you you can't count them out. Like, yeah, healthy Kucherov and Headman Stamkos, Stamkos, Headman Vassy. I mean. Sure, yeah, they lost Kalorn, they lost Palat in the, last, or in the year before. But, I mean, like you said, with those three, four guys, Braden Point, as long as those guys stay healthy. Braden Point coming off a 50-goal year. Yeah. And, um, and, and Go ahead. Yeah, and maybe Ottawa takes another stride. They kind of seem to be like yeah, one step forward, they, two steps back. Yeah, the brinket's yeah, gone. Um, yeah, because that sucks because they just got Chickering last year. Um, they brought somebody else in. And it was Dominic Kubalik was yeah. part of the of the Debrinket yeah, deal. Yeah, forward Debrinket. But I thought they brought in like a free agent. I can't remember. Vladimir Tarasenko. That's right. Yep. Yeah, and I mean... Yeah, he'll be okay for them. They just kind of, I don't trust their goaltending either. Yeah, because they brought in Corpusalo, right? Yeah, so I think, like, I don't know. I break it down. I kind of look at the rest of the East right now. I mean, Carolina, New Jersey. Um, <clears throat> Does Carolina win the East this year? Nah. I don't know. I, don't, I think they're missing something. I feel like they are, They're too. missing. They're missing I, that I just, elite. Game breaker player, they're missing that. They don't have their best player. My opinion is Sebastian Ajo, and while he's very, very, very good, he can't take over a game. Yeah, he can just always be very good. And, and same with their defenseman, Brent Burns, very, very which, good. Jacob Slavin, very nothing good. Nothing wrong Brent with being, Nothing wrong with being very good, but like when it comes so down you, to winning cups, you gotta have cups. somebody be able to take it to the next level, and they just can't. If you ask me, I mean, and I don't think they have the goaltending to come in and steal a game here or there in the playoffs either. I'm not. I'm not the. I'm not the biggest uh, Freddie Anderson fan. 
Yeah, and and we'll see how it all plays out. We still got a ways to go oh, here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think ultimately, you know, if I were to put something like, you know, kind of just put together right now, you know, I'd probably put the Penguins, you know, best case scenario. I'm looking like they're probably finishing in the top three in the East. Eastern Conference as yeah. a whole. Yeah. You know, if you count all the teams. Because I think, uh, you know, Carolina, New Jersey, are probably very likely. I, I, I could, I, I just sense that. I can. someone on New Jersey's goaltending either, by the way. I'm, I'm sensing a playoff matchup with them, though. And it's, I'm sensing one of the second round against New Jersey. It just it, it, there's a there's a tingling for, sensation for us against them or Carolina and New us Jersey? against New Jersey, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just kind of have the a, quote unquote young guns against the old guys. Yeah, because like Carolina, because like you, yeah. God, I could see because like uh, I, I I don't know, man. Something about the Devils, they just always it's always tormented me in a way because I just feel like whether it be like. Just the way that they trapped and everything, and yeah, the, those the old style devils games. used to just piss everybody off. Yeah, and, and now it's like I, I want to ram it down your throat while you're not playing that kind of a game. <laughs> exactly, I want to make you pay for all those years that Lou Lamarillo was your GM and making you play I was like gonna a say, made you play style. like yeah, made you made you play a shutdown one nothing game. Yeah, and like it's. I don't know. I, I have a feeling it could just be there, you know? Like, it could be, yeah. like, maybe we maybe we have a good regular season. We finish in the top of the division, and, you know, they bet they duke it out, and we beat whoever, or, you know, we beat whoever. Uh, I mean, there's a real chance that, yeah, like, like you said, that we could finish top three of the East this year. I mean, if Tristan Jari can stay healthy... That's one big thing. And then his level of play as well. Because when he's when he's at his best, he's a top 10, 15 goalie in the league when he's at his best, I would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, not have, you can't have, what, 31, 32 teams with a number one goalie. I mean... Somebody's gonna have to take a middle of the pack goalie. Colorado won it with a middle of the pack goalie, if you ask me. Yeah, and I think that's. I don't think it's necessarily. It's just kind of somebody gets hot at one point in the season. And and, uh, like, but like I said, I think I I personally would would take a Tristan Jari over um, Matt Murray. Well, I mean. Today, yes, but I mean Johan Hedberg. No, the <laughs> Colorado goalie, Darcy Kemper. Yes, yes, I, I would, I would have to say that Tristan Jari is a better goalie than Darcy Kemper. Oh yeah, that's not so and and, that's and, why and Washington so yeah, signed right. Him. Like there's just that's what they're just like, well, and that's why Washington kinda, just kind of yeah. imploded last year. I, and I think he because because again, Colorado played the the skill and puck possession game. Because they have guys like Devon Taves, like Kale McCarr, and we have now Eric Carlson and Chris Letang. I mean, and then obviously they have McKinnon, Landis Cog, who's I don't know what his future is apparently anymore, but ranting in. It's like, I mean, when you think about it, that's kind of the same layout that we have. A subpar average goalie. Three, four, five, like 
above average forwards and defensemen. And then you have your uh, you have your bottom six that, that plays the defensive game. I mean, when you, when you think about it, when you, when yes, the Penguins' third line when they had back-to-back cups was Nick Benino, Carl Hagelin, and Phil Kessel. I get it. Phil Kessel was isn't a third liner, wasn't a third liner back then, and and was in that role. Sure, this team may not have a Phil Kessel on the third line, but your third line is going to be able to play defensively and still chip in pretty well. And I think you're I think you're going to be surprised at, at how much our fourth line. Especially, but the third line as well play in, in the offensive zone. I think they're going to spend more time there this year than we did last year. And then again, I think they're just metrically going to be better in the defensive zone. I think it's just apparent with just the players we have mm-hmm. versus last year that it's going to be better. <laughs> like it's it's yeah, not really I mean, any. Like you could use sure you could use the fancy stats to back you up. I don't know. I'm not a big fancy yeah. stats guy. I'm, like, I know I'm not there, either, but I know there's people that are, and I look at them because doing this, why not look at everything and make people happy? Everything yeah. You're thinking. yeah, yeah, and then be able to actually come on here and, and people were like, "Well, how how can you just do it with the eye test?" Well, it's not just the eye test. I'm not just sitting here and watching. There's proof. <laughs> so. Stupid I, I'm, people, you need, you need to see the odd. I need, get the odd test. You just gotta learn. You gotta learn the game. Yeah, that's just it. Now. I mean, once you once you have twenty plus years watching the game, you're like, okay, you can kind of see it. And, and I think I think Nolichari will will be a very. Where I'm looking for. Well rounded, I guess. He'll be, he'll be more well-rounded in that, in that bottom six area as compared to, like I said, last year. When, when you can play better defensively in front of your goalie, and then not only that, get the puck out and into the offensive zone. So basically, what you're saying is you play good. When, when you, play you play good, good you play good you, hockey. That you're gonna play. That you're gonna win games. John Madden here, right? So, anyways, you got to put you got to score more points than yes. the other team. I do want to point out though what I think could be a realistic worst case scenario here, mm-hmm. um, you know, because we kind of have a, not too much more time left here. Um, you know, there's a chance. You know, maybe Columbus takes a good leap. I don't want to underestimate that possibility. They could. I just don't know that they have the goaltending to back it up. But maybe some guy takes a leap. I mean, Elvis could, right? Elvis Merlin, Merzlinka. Merzlinkins, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I, he could. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and then you got maybe Boston still hangs in. Boston but still listen, hangs in. They, they still so, now, let me talk. You, t- you talked a good bit. Boston still hangs in. Toronto is still elite again. Tampa Bay, still elite again. Florida's still competing. Buffalo's taking that next stride. And then maybe even D- Detroit takes a stride, too. And, you know, maybe they're like – Looking like eleventh place in the East somehow, like and you know because like maybe the Islanders range. Maybe I'm wrong on the Rangers again, uh, and then Columbus takes strides, like you know, and then granted injuries are a part of the game, or right. maybe like 
something, you know, just doesn't mesh and it's not great. Maybe they do finish in that range. I, I realistically don't see that happening, but like, I got to at least get a, present a worst case scenario. Yeah. I can't just I can't just let this show come to a conclusion without yeah, with realistically just, yeah. kind of, you know, because, I mean, we all have sky high expectations because he is one of these elite superstar caliber players. He's been one with Ottawa and he was one a bit with San Jose. Uh, I mean, he won the Norris with San Jose and two more in Ottawa. So, I mean, that's pretty much as elite right. as it gets. Yeah. And, uh you know, uh, it's, there's still some risk, you know. Maybe it blows up with the defense. The, yeah. Marcus Patterson nor Ryan Graves can mesh with them. And hopefully, I mean, I th- would imagine that I think Marcus Patterson can play with just about anybody. Yeah, I, I think so. I think they'll figure out ways to make it work. Whenever, like, because, you know, the more I keep talking about these worst-case scenarios, like, it's just so unlikely. I was going to say, it just seems laaughable, almost. Because I don't think Eric Carlson's got, like, an ego by any means. It doesn't seem like it. And I remember him in 2017 being pretty humble whenever he lost to Sid in that double overtime game. Right. I mean... You go to double overtime, like all you can really yeah. do at that point is just. Be you go like, to game hey, seven, double overtime. Good game. Yep. I, I gave you everything. Yeah. Uh, it'll be it'll be very it'll be a very exciting year again for Penguins fans, and since I don't think maybe since twenty eighteen, I don't think the Penguins have had this exciting on paper of a team. Because 2018, to me, was, like, the last real chance that the, the Penguins had. Because I think we lost – that was the year Washington won it, and we lost them in the second round, right? Yeah. I haven't been this through – I haven't been this over the moon about a trade since Phil Kessel. Yes. And that was eight years ago, six, eight years ago? Yeah, that was the 2015, 16. Yeah. So, yeah. Eight, yeah, seven, eight years ago. Yep. Crazy. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, a lot of this, and uh, you know, he's got Steeler Camp right around the corner here. We're and, already uh, there. Mm-hmm. So uh, we decided too to start up a dynasty football league as well. That uh, so Nevin can actually start learning NFL stuff and uh, talking about They're things. They're pulling so, me in. Yeah, he's, not they, Cody. Yeah, he's got no choice. <laughs> so at least that'll be something kind of interesting to follow. See what. Uh, yeah, can you can do, you so. can hear how bad my fantasy team is every yeah, week and so how I weekly forget to set my roster. Yeah, you can reach out to Nevin directly on Twitter at Yin Center, and uh, you could tell him what to do with uh, his me. dynasty team because he actually needs help. He, uh, he he's not ready. He's very poorly prepared, and we're going to throw this on him very quickly. I so. got told last night. Yep. Actually, no, it was earlier today. Yesterday, something like that. Yeah, whatever. I had the idea yesterday. Anyways, uh, yeah. So uh, this is gonna be a uh, it's gonna be interesting here because uh, yeah, interesting. Something. At least it's only eight teams for your sake. So like it's so I can only finish eighth. All right, cool. Yeah, you can only finish in eighth place. <laughs> so that's not that's too bad. The mindset to have. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you, there's only seven people that can possibly be better at you than this in this fantasy league. So that cool. should be cool for you. You know, yeah, so it'll be the first time in a while. I think I, I think we did whenever we were younger. I think I used to do them with you guys. I don't think you did. Or either that, or we just. Went I think ahead. it was like before we you signed, guys like started doing it for money. I signed you up, and then we just raided your team anyway. 
That's probably what happened. Oh. Hey, Nev, here's your team. And then basically, like, it was like a public ESPN league. And uh, me and... No, that was the Fantasy Hockey League where you drafted my team and I went undefeated. Well, that was a good time, too. <laughs> but, uh, no, for... Yeah, we would just, like, take your... We'd draft your team, and then I'd have the commissioner powers, and I'd just be like, all right, I'm just taking gonna whoever take I everybody. want. Yeah, so... i give you all of my bad players for your good player. Yeah, just like Kyle Dubas did. <laughs> yeah. Look at that, folks. We have a future Kyle Dubas here. Yeah, he just, he just... Give him three more years, and he'll mode. be in the National Hockey League. Maybe. Just like Kyle Dubas. Maybe. We shall 34 see. and in the NHL. There ain't no way it's greener if it's going to happen. <laughs> I would shit my pants if that happened. Yeah. Um, is there anything else? Yeah, so name some football players real quick <sighs> as we get ready. Man, I was excited name. for Pirates, man. I no. saw some the other day. No, no, you got to name any. Chris Fuamatu Ma'afala. You got to name active NFL players. Oh, damn it. Yeah, so to end the show, come on. We gotta, let's see if you can Jadavian get to 10. Davian Clowney. He's, um, he's not on a team. Fuck. Chase Young. Uh, C.J. Stroud. Um, I'm sitting Bryce Mitchell. He's an MMA player. What the hell am I thinking? Um, T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, Najee Harris, Kenny Pickett, Pat Fryermuth, George Pickens. All right, now name name a couple that aren't Steelers. You got two non-Steelers and six Steelers. So I'll, um, just two more players that aren't Steelers. And oh. they got to be offensive players. Okay, cool. Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes. Suck it. Yeah, that was a good way. Oh, I wanted to name a couple of Pirates real quick. Okay. Go ahead. I want you to start. Oh, are we doing the Pirate? Okay. I, yeah. I mean, I, okay. I saw one the other day, and I was like, he's going to shit his pants if I if I want to drop this one on him. Pokey Reese. Mm. Jack Wilson. That's not the one I was going for. Craig Wilson. <laughs> Freddie Sanchez. Tyke Redman. Aramis Ramirez. Yeah. Is it you just I got one, I got one more, so go ahead. Paul Mahome. This is the one. This is my last one. Xavier Nady. And that's your one? That was my one. I saw it. I just saw it somewhere. Like I can't remember if I saw it on Twitter or what. Oh, and I was like, yeah. Wow, this is yeah. this one feels like this one feels good to me. Great. Xavier <laughs> Nady. Thanks for listening. You're welcome, Union Center fans. Have a shout out, Xavier Nady. Have a good weekend. And uh, we'll be back next week. Let's go, uh, Bucks. Talk some football. Lego Pairs. Kyle Dewis got Eric Carlson. Holy shit.